Testing, testing, this is a check-in for all dads out there. Working late trying to provide for your family, we see you. Trying to be the best role model for your kids, we feel you. Overwhelmed with responsibilities and expectations on the job, at home, and in the community, same here. This isn't a pity party. Women go through it too. They're just better at finding support groups. Our role as dads is crucial to this world, and we have to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. Because the stats aren't kind to kids that grow up without us. And it's not just about being there, it's about being present, in the moment. Bio dads, bonus dads, whichever you are, you matter. On the Impact Dad podcast, we talk emotional, physical, and financial growth. This is a place for us, and we're here to lift each other up. That's the new cool for 2020 and beyond. I'm Aaron James, and welcome to the show. Oh, yes. What's up, everybody? We are back for actually season number four, episode number one. It's your boy, AJ, the Impact Dad, and I'm excited uh, for today's interview and our episode. Man, listen, this this gentleman that you're going to hear from today, I've been trying to track him down for a while now, and he's doing big, big things, and so I'm so gl- grateful to have some of his time, but... This is a, this gentleman um, is somebody that I've known for probably about 13, 14 years, maybe even longer than that, right? I, I can't. I, it's 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 Wednesday, so I'm not going to do the math today. But it's been over a decade, and I've just always had a lot of respect for what he's done. Uh, always been a down to earth brother, and I told him what we were doing with this project, and I said, please, 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 come on and share your story. And so we finally have it today, fellas. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce to you my good friend. Mr. Terrence Manoy, what's going on, man? Hey, man, I am uh, absolutely excited and elated that that you have me on this. Uh, I've been watching you as well. Yes, we go back, man. I want to say close to, you know, probably a 15 years, something like that. Yep. So I've been, been watching you uh, from afar and uh, just a blessing to, to, to be asked to be on your show, man. So I, I look forward to uh, chit-chatting with you for a little bit. Yes. And so, uh, you know, a little bit about what we do here. We're talking to the fellows out there. We're talking to dads, whether they're bio dads, uh, stepdads like myself, or uh, just straight up running the family with the, with yeah. the joint household. So I've got a lot of people that join in and we talk about everything from being a dad, right? The challenges, the ups and downs of that stuff. We talk about health and fitness. Of course, yeah. we've still got the dad bod challenge going on right now. Yeah. For those of you that are listening in, definitely want to go uh, check that out if you haven't already. Dad bod the father figure challenge dot com. Um, and we talk about finance, too. I think it's very important. But the idea here is that what we're talking about, everything has to do with being more present for our, our, our kids. Right. We, we say presence over presence because uh, it's not uh, and, and this is something I've realized the hard way. It's not how much you can buy for your kid. It's not the gifts that they get for Christmas. It's the impact that you can play in their life. And uh, like I said, I've been watching you, man, and I know you got a, a story to share. So uh, uh, if if you would, man, just uh, share with share with everybody a little bit about your background. I know you're out there in Cali, so you get the good weather. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no power outages from snow. Correct. No, man, I feel bad for all my folks who are in that cold, who are in the cold weather, and especially out there in Texas and, and things like that. But um, I will say the weather it, is what's kept me out here. Uh-huh. Okay. So, 
Uh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day today. It actually just came back from a run about an hour ago, man. So, well, now, what part of you, you're, you're uh, Bakers, Bakersfield, right? I'm in Bakersfield. So I basically they call it Central California, kind of okay. in the lower part of Central California. The desert. So about an hour and a half north of Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. So uh, you're, you're safe out there. As a matter of fact, I'm from, well, I'm not from, but I just moved from Austin mm-hmm. uh, uh four years ago and so i never thought we'd see the day that we saw any snow let alone yeah what they're getting now man so it's funny because you know they laugh at me i live here in denver and they're like ah, ah, and we yeah. haven't had much snow at all here while they're going through it so yeah it's all about that karma baby yeah man it goes around <laughs> comes around and you know what it's you know it seems like all the areas they get hit with something eventually i mean yep. we've even had snow here but it's been a few years but we've even had some snow over here yeah, and we, you never you never wish bad stuff on people, but sure. uh, surely I liked the fact that they got the snow. I just wish maybe their government was a little bit better prepared for it. But that's a whole other subject. Well, that's that's We're not going down that road. So your dad, um, talk to us about your um, your daughter, however yeah. much you so, want to share. So let me let me go back a little okay. bit first. Um, I was a teenage father. I had my first son at the age of 17, so I have a son now that's like 32 years old. I just turned 50 a month ago. Brother, you look like you're 32, man. God bless that, you know, and hopefully keep that going. But so, you know, I learned at the early age, you know, as far as the the perils of being a teenage father and and trying to navigate that relationship at that time uh, that that I had, that, that, you know, I was still in high school. You know, I was a basketball player, jock. I was looking to get a full-ride scholarship. I was living in the projects with my mom, roaches crawling all over the place. So I'm, I'm trying to make my, you know, find my way through that, through those circumstances, even though that surrounded me in my neighborhood. It happened a lot in my neighborhood. I didn't think it would happen for me, but it, but it happened. And uh, three years later, AJ, I actually had another son. But you're saying you didn't think what would happen to you? I didn't think I would become a teenage father. Okay. I thought that I was such, you know, I was an athlete, you know, I was I was doing well as far as schooling was concerned. Uh, people saw promise in me. I felt promise in me as well. I just didn't think that it would happen. But I met somebody my freshman year in high school, and you know, we started, you know, acting grown like we shouldn't have, and things <laughs> happened. And uh, so that that's what happened. But but here's the the the, the curve I share with people. That, that don't know much about me, unless they've read my book before. Uh, I have another son. Uh, I had him at the age of 20. I was maybe a sophomore in college or so. And we actually gave him up for adoption. Uh, I mean, the young lady did. And uh, he found me when he was 17 years old. And uh, so that was, that, was, that was maybe 10, that 10, 12 years ago. So now we're, we're the best of friends. It's funny, he called me. He actually called my phone while I was at the baby shower of my of my daughter now. You know, my daughter's twelve. So uh-huh. while I'm at the baby shower, I get a call, I see it from a crazy number. I can tell it's from Utah though. Because, you know, we have a network marketing background, right? We sure. keep, you know people all over we know all the area codes. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's nothing. It's probably just a new deal. Yeah, absolutely. I just exactly I call that person back. And uh sure enough, man, it was him. And uh, he said, Hey, you know, this is such and such and I understand why your mom did what you had to do. Uh, and I'm, fi- I'm happy. I have a great family. I have a great life. Hey, let's build a relationship. Let's go from here. Wow. And, uh, we started. We've been, we've been, we've been buddies ever since, man. 
So, wow. yeah, so yeah, so then, so then my daughter comes along. She's twelve years old. She'll be thirteen in, in, in August, man, and, and she's really the driving force. But what I mean, I love all my children. Obviously, we love all our children. But you know, there's something about being a girl dad. That's one. Yeah, do something different to you, and uh, and me having the plight that I've had, or having the lessons that I've had as a young man growing up, knowing how I how I lacked respect for women, young girls, young women, mm. how I, you know, acted when I was young. I now know exactly, I, I try to do the best I can to to um, prepare her, right? And, and teach her and talk to her about some of the things that she may have to deal with um, later on. But hopefully she won't. Hopefully she's learned the things that I didn't know, now she's gonna know, right? That's right. So, um, I, I really way, that's the whole point of learning, right? That's the whole point. Yeah, absolutely. Of so that that's the that's been my plight with my with my I should say my plight my journey, Your journey. Uh, with my children. Teenage father, another 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 kid when I was in early twenties, and then she came along when I was thirty eight. I was in a relationship, you know, I was about to get married when she uh, when when she was conceived and so forth and so on. So so yeah, I have a story, man. Absolutely. Wow. And see, I didn't even, man, I'm glad I'm here for this podcast because I didn't, I didn't know all that, man. Well, yeah, I kept some stuff out for a reason when I sent the stuff in. I'm like, you know. Understood. Yeah, yeah, you want, you want to have, you want to drop a, a bomb on my show. I, I love it. Man, uh, that's right, buddy. So now, so, because so now you done took me down a whole nother road. So do all three of your kids, do they interact with each other or yeah, how? Yeah. That been? They're older, of course. My sons are 30, right? And, right. Uh, she's 12. But yes, they'll, she'll reach out to them, you know, FaceTime, whatever, and say hello to them. They love her uh, to death as well. Obviously, not close, close, because, you know. Not, right. not, Everybody's not, living different lives now. Proximity, age, the whole nine. But they understand. My sons understand what my, they, first of all, they know I love them. Right. You know? But they know, like, when I'm on stage, I may talk about her more than 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 them, right? Uh, or and 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 that my my um my vision, my why is her. Yes, my why is for all my children, but it's really her. She's been the driving force of me doing everything that I do and helping me through a circumstance that you know I'm sure you and I will talk about soon. Man, I I, I love that man. And and here's here's the the cool thing about it for me is. Um, it's you've taken responsibility for it, and that's another thing that we talk about a lot here because we get a bad rap as dads, right? You hear a lot about the bum dads, you hear about the ones that disappear and never come back. And of course, your adoption story was you know, was not that, but the fact that you know, you allowed him back into your life and you you got a relationship with him, yeah, because uh, we're all we have these days, man, and there's a lot of people that don't, don't have one. You know, don't have one that will watch out for them. And and let me tell you this, AJ, you really realize this as you get older. Like I said, I just turned 50 last month. And so as I... Happy birthday, my man. What was that? Happy birthday. Hey, thank you, man. Um, Not only 50, but what, six years ago, I had three strokes in 24 hours. Again, we'll talk about that in a second. So my... um, keen sense for what I'm doing today, being present now, understanding that this conversation could mean something. 
understanding that every interaction that I have could actually mean something in my life tomorrow, next year, five years from now. Why do I know that? Because when I was at death's doorstep and I luckily came through that, um, I realized there were a lot of circumstances, a lot of meetings, a lot of happenstances that happened months, a year prior to that, that helped me in a major way after this situation happened. It was, it was really one of those situations where you go, I know why, that's why I did this, or this is why I bought this, or this is why this and that, because this was, it was preparing me for what's gonna happen. So now, AJ, you know, we always talk about, hey, let's look back. You know, we look back when things happen, we go, let's connect the dots. You know, I'm going to connect the dots. You go, they start. No, what I try to do, AJ, is recognize dots when they happen. You see what I'm saying? Recognize that what I'm saying is you may have a run-in with someone or a conversation with someone. And, and, and my mindset now is, hey, this could mean something. You may say something today that's going to help me five years from now. You may say something that's going to lead me in a direction that I'm going, huh, why am I thinking about doing this right now? It may not mean a whole lot now, but it means a whole lot three years from now. I'm aware of that. So I, I, I try to recognize dots, my brother. Well, even when you were saying that, I was just thinking to myself, man, that takes a lot of awareness, right, to be yeah. that present yeah. that you can, you don't have to wait for the, the hindsight, right? They say hindsight is twenty yes. twenty, yes. but that you can be, you know, whether you're spiritual or not, and you're asking God, you know, hey, what, what are you, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to move in my life, or, yes. or just in general, hey, why did this happen today? What was I supposed yeah. to take? That's a that's a different level of person, man, and and I think that's huge for dads to even just be thinking about that we can reach that level, yeah, because mothers mothers get a lot of credit, and I'm not taking anything away from mothers, mm-hmm. but we have the ability to impact our kids, our, our kids like that too. And yes. it, it starts with self, right? It's hard to be a role model. It's, it's hard to teach uh, without having gone through it. Everything that you talk about with your daughter, you know, it comes from you being that guy, right? That you probably are saying, Hey, stay away from that kind of guy. Right. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm no, AJ, I'm so glad you said that, that it's about us first yeah. as, at, as men is that we have to work on us First, I mean, really, I mean, we, we, I know we want to go chase the money and chase the career and do all of this. No, what are you doing to develop you? You know what I'm saying? What is Jim Rome says, work more on you than you do at your job, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Working on myself. And that's what I've, I've really been a, a project, you know, of just continuously pouring into me, working on me, making my mistakes, falling, this and that, picking myself up, dusting myself up, boom, let me get it right. And, you know what I'm saying? Pivoting and things like that. So it all starts with that. My relationship with my daughter's mother is that we have a good relationship. We have a little argument every now and then or whatever. But you know, for the most part, we're great, great co-parents. But I think it started because I decided to work on me more than anything else. And I worked on me so yeah. much that all the other good stuff started happening, right? That's so huge, man. Yeah. It's so huge. Uh, and and um I was going to ask, so what, what kind of relationship do you have with the co with your mm-hmm. co-parents? So you've already addressed that. So now let's get to the thing because we, we, you know, you did an intentional or unintentional cliffhanger about, you know, five minutes ago or so 
where you said you, you dropped some nuggets, right? So anybody that's listening in, they heard what he's talking about a stroke, you know, and then you're talking about my book. So let, let's get to that. So let's work backwards. Sure. You are an author, a coach, a speaker. Yes. And you're damn good at it. Thank you. Man. What I want to allow you the, the opportunity to do now is tell us why. Uh, first of all, tell, tell us about your book. Um, and, and your uh, your speaking engagements, and then tell us how it all happened. So I think that'll wrap those two stories together. Absolutely. So really quick. So so my book is called Indifferent Strokes: Embracing Life's Ad, uh, Adversities, and um, it was birthed out of uh, a situation that happened to me. Now here's the deal. I thought about being an author. You know, seven eight years ago, I said I'm going to write a book one day. I'm going to be a speaker one day. Right? I'm just I think we all said that back in the day, didn't we? Right, yeah. I'm going to do this. Like the next right? We came up in the same, right? We know. We've been taught yep. these types of things to, 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 to develop in those, into those type of people. Well, uh, six years ago, um, one afternoon, one evening, um, um, I was with a friend of mine, and my all of a sudden, the energy from my body was zapped away. My eye had eye issues. I don't, didn't know what it was, was going on. Um, I figured it would wear off went to bed, got up the next day, uh, went to see an eye doctor immediately because I knew something's wrong with my eye. And the doctor said, hey, everything looks fine because he tested my vision. He said, if I were you, I would get a CAT scan or MRI to see if anything is going on in your brain. Well, AJ, being the athlete that I am and we are, right? I said, ah, I'll do it in a few weeks. No right, I'm, I'm good, man. It, uh, I'll shake it off. Went, yeah, exactly. Went home, uh, took some aspirin, laid down in bed, all of a sudden, the room starts spinning. Uh, I can't stand up. Left side, I can't control the left side of my body. And um, they had to call the EMTs to come get me. And uh, when I was on the floor, I realized, man, I think I'm having a stroke. I actually felt my, my face contorting and everything like that. And as we know, that's a sign dads. That's a sign of a stroke, right? Uh, having facial drooping and things like that, not being able to control your arm. And so... Um, uh, luckily, my son was at the house, so the MTs came and got me. Once I got to the emergency room, uh, I actually had another stroke. I actually blacked out. I heard everything. I felt my body in a fetal position. Uh, once I came to, I realized that I was totally, everything on my left side was totally done. I couldn't move my toes, fingers, or anything. What happened is because the clot actually moved. Uh, so before the TPA the affected with the, the clot, the clot busting, busting um, medicine took effect, the clock, you know, moved again and I had another stroke. So that's why I had three in one day. So I went through about a year of rehabilitation, learning to walk again. Luckily, I didn't use, lose my talk, my speech much, it, you know, a li little bit, you know, I slowed down a little bit, but um, but mainly it was uh, motor skills on my left side. Um, and then I have a blind spot right now in my in my right eye. So that, that was what said to me that, hey, uh, I remember laying on the, on the gurney going, hey, I'm about to die. And keep in mind, the day before, fathers, I just want you to know, I was I was working out. I felt good. I didn't have no signs. I felt good. I was out doing my job. As a matter of fact, I was taking, I took a selfie that day and I posted it. And because I heard a rap song that day, it was Pusha T and Kanye West, I believe. But one of the lines he said was, ask Steve Jobs, wealth don't buy you help. That's what, that's what, that's what this line said. So I posted it. I have to wow. post it. I posted, I said, man, that was so profound from a rapper, right? Wow. That day, 
that day, AJ, that day, my health would be right at risk right there. You know what I'm saying? Within 24 hours, I would be in the hospital fighting for my life. So health is what it's, what it's all about, right? And so from that, once I started to recover, I realized I could, you know, life can really, you know, it's no cliche to me anymore that you can be here today and going tomorrow or here today and going today. I believe it. So from that, AJ, I said, I better start doing some things I've been really wanting to do. And uh, so and one of those things was I wanted to get into speaking. I felt like this story, this stroke story, me recovering so well was sort of like, quote unquote, icing on the cake. You know me for years. I've always spoke like this. You already know that. But mm -hmm. the story confirmed everything that you and I have been listening to for these many years. The Jim Rohns, the, 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 the um, uh, Darnell Sells, and all these speakers that we've been listening to. That stuff is true. You practice it in tough situations. And so that confirmed it. So that told me I need to start sharing my story. I want to start speaking. Hey, I want to write a book. So that's what I did. I wrote a book. And now, uh, a couple years later now, I became a, basically a speaker. I'm part-time. I still work full-time in the pharmaceutical sales industry and have my other businesses as well. As you know, we yeah. believe in multiple streams of income. It's the only right? um, And that's, that goes with my daughter as well. But um, so from there, I've built a platform. I have a website, TerrenceMinoy.com. People can go to that. Look, you know, look me over. See me on stage. Uh, the whole nine. I became a coach as well because I felt like there were clients at some of the places that I was speaking at that wanted to spend more time with me. So I decided to be, get certified as an executive coach, going through the training, getting ready to be accredited by the International Coaching Federation, just a body uh, for, for coaches. And uh, But yeah, mainly, man, part-time, really building my speaking platform. That's my goal over the next few years to really focus on. So, well, no, I mean, I mean, everything you said was awesome. I just was thinking, you know, my father had, um, so I, I had a, my own experience with have someone close to me having a stroke. My father had a, and it was a mini one, I guess they call those a TIA, right? That's what I had. The first one I had was first a TIA. One, yeah. So, and he just lost. He just he just lost his memory for just like I mean a split period of time, and by the time he was even at the hospital, it was back. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, man, it, it makes you really really cherish what you've had, right? And, and maybe what you've been slacking on, whether it's family or whether it's that project that you said you were going to do, right? Like you're talking about with the with the coaching and speaking. Yeah. And so I, I want to, and this will be in the show notes, um, but they can go to TerrenceMinoy.com where they can get, uh, where can they get the book? Can they only get it on your website or can they yeah, get it on Amazon? They can get it on the website or they, or they can go to IndifferentStrokesBook.com. Okay. IndifferentStrokesBook.com. So if you get up on my website or IndifferentStrokesBook.com, I get that order. I'm able to sign it. If you get it through Amazon, then of course I can't sign it. But then that's right. fine. If people want to get through Amazon, that's perfectly fine. Uh, yes, they take a, a bigger cut, but who? I'm not. I'm not. I didn't write the book for money, so, so, so uh, let's let's get it from you. Let's 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 uh, put that one up there. Let's mm -hmm. uh, yeah. get them coming to you. Um, but man, that's an incredible story, and I'm so glad you pushed through. And I remember seeing, you know, because by this point in time, I had left Cali, mm -hmm. and so we weren't in close proximity, and and we we no longer working with the same company. Yeah. Um, 
but I remember watching mm-hmm. and how, how inspirational your comeback was, right? And, mm-hmm. and more importantly than anything else was, I don't know that, and I'm sure you had it internally, we're all human, but I don't know that I ever saw a day where you were outwardly negative about your scenario, about your situation, right? Yeah. And I'm assuming that that positivity really helped you in the end as well um, in your recovery. And I'm glad you're here. So here's 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 where I want to go from here. Mm-hmm. I've got a question for you. Five things I'm excited about right now. So you've shared a lot with us on this on this episode. What what's your uh, outward look right now? What are you most excited about? Okay. You have projects coming up, or is it? time with family is it yeah your health i mean tell us i really like where i am in life right now so honestly brother that was number one i'm excited about life i'm really in a good place right now with my career i'm in a good place when i say good place i don't mean you know it's just booming i've got making all this money everything is great no it's great because i'm hitting the hitting roadblocks every now and then and growing through them and getting better as a pharmaceutical uh, uh, sales rep, um, uh, just the way I feel physically as well. So just life in general, man, and really being intentional about thanking God each and every day uh, for life. You know, my theme um, uh, is, uh, is uh, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 4 and 10. It's, it's, the, it's the prayer of Jabez. Oh, uh, oh, Lord, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, lay your hand upon me so that, you uh, right? So, and, and here's the deal. And, and, and Every day I try to either say it in my, in my head or AJ, if you were in my house and you walked into my living room, you would see the Bible open to that verse. I just try to, why, AJ, I don't want, I don't mean just enlarge my territory financially. I mean, understanding wise, networking wise, father, as a father that I become better, just enlarge me in that way. And so that, that's, I'm really excited. So number two is this house. I have a brand new house here in Bakersfield, California. I saw that. Yeah, man. I, no, I stalk you on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, how we yeah. do it these days. You, man. Yeah, <laughs> so I have a new home, man. And I tell you, um, I, I was going to stay in the Los Angeles area. But of course, you know, they want obviously a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted a home that's uh, either brand new or fairly new. And uh, just I was just really, really wasn't willing to pay that there. So mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm going back to my hometown. The market's a lot better. I get a lot more space. And um, I'm, I love being in my new space, my new office right here, and I'm putting together. And so I'm really uh, excited uh, about that. Number three, man, I'm excited about my, my speaking career as well. Um, we just released my 2021 speaker demo. It's only my second speaking demo that I've had since I've started speaking. This one is a, a not, it's better than the last one, and the next one will be even better. But I'm looking to really put that out all over the world, man. My goal is I want to be an international speaker. I want you to look on Facebook one day and go, man, T is, what T at? T in Brazil, you know, whatever. Not saying that I want to be this jet setter and I want to travel all this, you know, the rest of my life. No, I'm just saying that I have this dream and goal of mine. And I want to, I, I see myself on stages internationally. And but so, if you're international, that means your message carries. And that's the most important thing. And if you get to travel because of it, yes, mm-hmm. that's just icing on the cake. You know, AJ, I am a resilient leadership and keynote speaker. That, that's what I do. I inspire and empower leaders to leverage challenge, change, 
right? Disruption on the way to miraculous results. That, that, that's what I do. I believe that my story, things that I share, can help leaders all over the world be better and uh, in everything that they do. It can help fathers be better because I have a story uh, for fathers out there as well. So number three uh, would be the, the speaking as well. I would say number four, I would say my growth trajectory. I'm excited about that. I just turned 50 years old. And yes, we've heard that you never stop learning and this and that. But it's wonderful to be, because I used to, come on, we 20 years old, we saw 50 year old, like, oh, man, that's old, right? No way. <laughs> man, I, I never said that, man. I always have respect for my elders, man. I, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I tell you, but my trajectory, I can just feel it growing. You know what? And I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying I've made all the right moves or whatnot, but I can still see the trajectory of my growth and wanting to be better as a human being, better as a person, better as a father, you know, which is key. And number five is, you know, my, my, my relationship with my daughter, being a father, that, that's, that's really exciting. The fact she's becoming, she's older and she's about to be a teenager, you know, mm -hmm. her and I looked at, you know, we know our kids, they grab our phones all the time, right? Uh -huh. She still sits in the same seat. Right, I have different cars, but still sits in the same back seat, right, as she did when she was in the, you know, in the whatever, what do you call them? Car seat. The car seat, right? Uh -huh. And so sometimes she'll be flipping through my phone and she'll see, we'll look at pictures from when she was like, you know, eight months old, two years old, sitting there and, and, and looking, going, wow, that's how, how big she is, man. How, mm -hmm. you know, just the growth and to be involved. See, AJ, with well, my, my two sons, because of my age, good things that were happening, the adoption, all that, I wasn't involved in them developing, right? I wasn't there every day. Whereas my daughter is different, you know? I'm there every day, every other day at least, you know, she be co-parent. So, but to be there, it's just different, man. So, so those are the things I'm really excited, man. I'm just really excited about life and speaking, um, my, my growth journey. You know, my daughter as well. And I'm loving this house, man. I got to share one last thing about the house, okay? Yes, please do. Sales, you know, you know what you should be doing is sharing an invite, but I know you're not yeah, going to do it. Hey, but, you know, hey, brother, <laughs> hey, you got that. Well, I can stay in hotels. I don't, I don't mind staying in hotels. I'm Mary, I'm Titanium with, with Marriott, right? So I'm, I'm right. good. And I have oh. my area decent. My area is a decent area where I get to travel. But even if I have an opportunity to come home, I'm coming home. You know, like, I, like this, that type of place where I feel like, no, I'd rather be at home than, than, than stay in the hotel. And so, uh, so yeah, man, so I'm excited, brother. Those are the five things I'm excited Congratulations, for. man. That, yeah. that, you got me excited for you all over again. And, I, and I, I do believe there's probably something that you haven't even fully untapped with your daughter as well. Because like you said, you know, the first two times you were there, but you weren't there. Yeah. Um, or with the second one, you weren't there uh, until, yeah. until he was older. Yeah, but you know, God's gonna work through you with your daughter, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm, excited, I'm excited to watch that, man. Yeah. He's he's gonna he's gonna, you know, test you because you, like you oh, said, he's like, like Miles Monroe yeah. says, all true visions will be tested for authenticity. That's right. Monroe says so. Uh, but I tell you what, man, I'm really, I was really excited the fact that we built this house from the ground up. So for my daughter to take pictures in front when they were trenching. Uh -huh. So now, you, you know what I'm saying? For her to see that and envision that, 
I love what that's going to do for her later. Yeah, because she's going to be able to do that for her own life, too. Yeah, yeah. So let's wrap up with this, man. Um, and I, I, I got to have you back again, by the way. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. But I'm I'm really appreciative that you're here. I, I'm appreciative of what you're sharing with my crew. Uh, we have a community on on um, Facebook. If you haven't checked it out, it's the Impact uh-huh. Dads. Um, I you a little bit, just did and, a little research on you. And and here's here's the funny thing about it. I was just telling somebody this the other day. And I'll be the first one to say this. Well, this is season number four of the podcast. When I started the podcast, I had no no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, and then I stopped, right? Because not only did I know not know what I was doing, but I didn't have a coach and I didn't have any feedback. Mm-hmm. Season number two was kind of in and out. I was really inconsistent with it. Season number three, mm-hmm. I brought on some co-hosts. So we are still evolving as this whole thing goes, right? Yeah. And the most challenging thing with a group of dads is one – to provide a, a safe place where people feel uh, comfortable enough to be vulnerable like you were here today with us, right? To talk about not just the exciting stuff, like we could have just said, hey, what's the five things you're excited about? And that would have been another fluff piece, right? right. But it's, it's, it's the, uh, the obstacles, right? The challenges that make what you're excited about so much more impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get our group to be a lot more um, vocal and to engage more. So that's that's really my goal for the, for this year with the with the group, and in that vein, I want to have people thinking about how do they leave their mark, how do they make the name of our group is the Impact Dads, right? There's a there's a reason for that. How do you make an impact in your community, um, with your family, with your career, or whatever? So here's my last question to you. We're gonna wrap it up with whatever you got to say here. When you die, again, uh, we're not wishing this to be anytime soon, but when you die, what do you want to be remembered for? You know, man, that's a that's a great question. And, you know, um, and because I've almost died, I've thought about, I really thought about that. <laughs> I really thought about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably more so than most people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, what, what do I, you know, want to be remembered for? And, you know, um, I want I want to be remembered as a guy that was you know that really put in the work to prepare for the future. Now what I'm saying is this: you hear everybody they'll answer this question. Oh, my legacy. That's what I want. You know, that's what I want to leave behind a great legacy. What are you doing to prepare for your legacy, fathers? You know, are you being responsible? Do you have your will in place? Do you have your business affairs in order? If you have a business, do you have a succession plan? Is it in the trust? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you prepared for this legacy that you're building to give to, to your family? So that's what I only, I want my legacy to be one of preparation, right? I grew up in a family where when something happened to somebody, we were having car washes or things went awry with their business or with their house and things like that. I want to be prepared for that. Do I think about it every day? No, but I want to be, you know, prepared. Two, I want to be remembered as a dealer of hope. Let me say that again, a dealer of hope. Okay. I want people to feel better about their situation or about themselves after they've had an interaction with me. That, that, that's my goal. 
No, it's not to drop nuggets all the time, but I want my energy to be so right and to be so good that people go, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I ran into T today. You know, hey, I'm glad I, I'm glad I flipped through his book and I read chapter. You know, when I tell people to get the book, I say, look, man, you may not be a reader. You don't have to, I'm not saying read the whole book. Yeah, read one chapter. Skim through it. Just get a little something. I'm, I'm hoping it leaves you with something, right? Yes, sir. And so that 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 dealer of hope type of thing, AJ, is something that I really, you know, want to live, live, leave. And, and I would say, lastly, hey, I want people to say, you know what? Not only was he positive, he was authentic. All right. You know, I'm I'm positively authentic. I'm not positive because I want you to buy something from me. Right. I'm not positive because I want you to book me on a stage. I'm not positive because I'm trying to get something out of you. No, no, this is just the way I am. You know, win or lose, I'm going to try my best. Of course, do I get upset? Have it? Yeah, of course, every now and then. But for the most part, man, even when I have a negative situation, I go, hmm, Terrence, what's in this for me? Fathers, that's what we ought to be doing. Every circumstances that we circumstances that we deal with, whether it's negative, just to be real. A lot of the things, AJ, are they self-inflicted? Some things are. I mean, bottom line is we make decisions and it's just not smart, right? Mm-hmm. What, whether it's self-inflicted, whether it's not self-inflicted, what's in it for me? Being really authentic and true to yourself, I believe that's how we can be the best fathers we can be and how we can leave a legacy. Those, so those are the things that I want to be you know, uh, I want to be known as being prepared, being positive, and being authentic as well. So those are the three things right there, brother, that I want to be remembered for as we move forward. And I'm sure we'll talk more about this as we have more, uh, you know, as you invite me on more, man. And I would love to do that. Yes, sir. And I I really, really appreciate your time here today. And uh, while you're alive, we can celebrate you too, and we'll remember you for uh, just amazing episodes. So again, uh, Terrace Minoy. Uh, Bakersfield, California, just doing big things, author, speaker, coach, father. Uh, hey, man, love you. Appreciate you. We'll love see you again soon. Hey, I appreciate you as well. Thank you for having me on, man, to start the season, man. Real talk. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. All right, guys, this is going to wrap up uh, episode one of season four for the Impact Dad podcast. You know what to do. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Catch us on the web. Catch us in the community, impactdadsgroup.com. And uh, let's make an impact together. Peace. Hey guys, it's Aaron here again. Thanks for listening into the show today. If you like today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or a review. We love all of your feedback. And most importantly, come introduce yourself inside of our free online community at impactdadsgroup.com.